I want you to go in your Bible, please, to Genesis 1. And uh, I want to just touch some of the things that I said on Sunday because I don't believe we're finished with it. And uh, I made statements on Sunday. And I, I just pray, I pray that you hear them. Sometimes when we're in service mode, and sometimes, you know, we're just like we're running in with our hair on fire and, you know, what our, our world is meeting us, you know, you know, leaving the house and, you know, meeting us when we come back to the house. Sometimes it's just hard to take in everything that happens in the service. How many people know there's a lot that happens here in the service? In two hours, there's a lot. I mean, there's just a lot that happens. And uh, we're just, we just never want that to stop. Hallelujah. And so, Father, we just thank you for this tonight. So I want us to go to Genesis 1, please. Genesis 1. Hallelujah. And we want to take a look at uh, chapter, verse 26. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This is so powerful. And I want to talk to you about something that the Lord has been talking to me personally about. Is that okay with you tonight? And, uh, you know, there are times in my life where the Lord will come to me, and I'm not aware of it, truly, of what is going on. And, you know, the mercy of God is this, towards us that believe, is that we don't know everything in the unseen. We don't know what's against us. We don't, you know, at times, thank God he keeps that, you know, a, a good percentage of the time hidden. And uh, he said, you know, if you'll operate in the Spirit, if you sow to the Spirit, and, uh, and you work with me in the Spirit, you'll be able to take authority over stuff, shut down stuff, bring stuff to naught, even that you don't even know about. So he doesn't need to show us things at times, and we don't even need to know what we're praying about at times. All we need to know that it works. All we have to do is do it. And I spoke to you uh, on Sunday morning that was like, it was like just unction and revelation and there was just stuff going on in my part uh you know as we were exhorting in the lord and it was about productivity everybody say that productivity and so i there there is something that is so connected to productivity uh that is so necessary um, for all of us and it's confidence and i i hear this many times coming to me paul don't let anything affect your confidence. And you know, when the Lord comes like that, it's not like you're not confident. But I believe that the Lord knows what's going on. And he knows that there's something coming to shake your confidence. How many people's ever had that happen to you? Amen. Some of you will never put up your hands. But I, I just know that everybody has had a moment at some time where you realized, wait a minute, something's working negatively against my confidence. All right. So let's go to Genesis 1, 26. Just stay with me. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Andrew. And, and it says here in verse 26, and God said, now I, I just I'll preface it with this. I have been in Genesis 1:26 for for I, I I don't know how long. I just keep going back there. Origins. I just keep going back there. I just keep going back there. I just keep going back there. And uh, and it's not like I'm going back back like you know I can't go forward, but it's steadying me as I move forward. 
Because the revelation that comes to me every time that I read it is that God has a plan. I want you to shout that out. God has a plan. Say it again. God has a plan. How many people believe it? God has a plan. And so it says, let, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion. I want you to underline that. You look up dominion. Dominion can actually be encapsulated in govern, governance, which I love. So his plan is for us to govern. He also has a plan for us to manage or the invitation for us to enter into management. By the way, we've had another person cleared of cancer. <laughs> Did some of you praise the Lord? How many people know is that if that ever happens to you, you'll want that report? So I'm going to tell you that again, and I'm going to let you praise God like it's you getting free. We got another report that somebody's free of cancer. Some of you need to shake that bush. Some of you need to shake that bush. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. You may take your seats, but God is doing things. Do you know, just Sunday, I'm going to tell you this, just Sunday, somebody came to me after that service, after that unction, and said to me, Pastor, uh, we have it in our heart. When you said that the oil that was poured out was a year's wages, we have it in our heart to sow a year's wages. Let's lift our hands and worship the Lord. Man, just worship the Lord. Come on, the spirit of faith is in this place. I keep telling you, the spirit of faith is here. One can say, well, I could never do that. Others could do that. But yet those people heard it. And the moment they heard it, they acted on it. There's some people can't even tithe on profit. If these people that told me that, you want to see how prosperous they're becoming. It's amazing. Oh, they're way ahead with their tithing. I'm telling you, what they're into right now is sowing. They said, as soon as we heard that year's wages poured, equal to poured upon him, we knew that we were to take a year's wages and sow it into the kingdom of God right here at Millennial. Come on, let's just worship the Lord. Let's just worship the Lord. Let's just worship the Lord. Come on, let's just worship the Lord. 
You that have ministries, don't forget about the local church. <laughs> I'm going to say that again to you. Don't forget about the local church. Hallelujah. It's the most amazing thing. I want you to lift your hand and say, it happens to me all the time. Everywhere I go, people are sowing into my life. I get business contracts when other people don't. Come on, say it like you mean it. I get business contracts. Come on, exceedingly abundantly. Come on, all evening, exceedingly abundantly. Above all that we could ever ask or think. In the name of Jesus, come on. Come on, are you still sowing your way to increase? Are you still? Do you still believe? amazing hallelujah 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 say this I am made in the image of God and I have complete dominion verse 27 says so God created man in his image in the image of God created him male and female created them. Amen? Made every part for productivity. God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, and over every living creature that moves upon the earth. Right? What did he say to do? Be fruitful? Everybody say that with me. Fruitful? Multiply? Replenish? And subdue? Remember that word fruitful was just not about repro reproductive uh, of the, re what would you say? Uh, fruitfulness of a husband and a wife bearing children. This comes back to you in the Hebrew of what? Productivity. Everybody use that word, productivity. I want you to declare this over your life right now. I am very productive. Now we're going to say it like we mean it. I am very productive. Come on, everybody. I flew back for tonight's service, and I'm not going to miss it. I wanted to be on my own pulpit tonight, and I caught a plane this afternoon so that I could be here, and I've got to get up at 3 o'clock in the morning to fly back again, and we're going to have a meeting tonight. <laughs> I want to say it again. We're going to have a meeting tonight. Wow! We're going to have a meeting tonight. Thank you. It's my joy, I can tell you. So this word then was productivity. And so what he wanted was productivity for man to produce. Man to produce on every level. That there wouldn't be one human being that would not produce. Even Jesus alluded to it in his prayer. And he says, on earth as it is in heaven. Remember, I said this. We just didn't get chairs and tables. He hid them in the trees. We just didn't get shoes 
my nice boots. Amen. He hid them in the cow. He hid these in the ostrich. Amen. We have cars. He hid the ore in the mountains. <laughs> we have buildings. He hid them in the dirt. What has he hidden within you? That we haven't seen yet. Look at your neighbor and say, watch this space. Things are about to change in the name of Jesus. Woo! Come on, I'm telling you, watch this space. If you've landed in your heart, that land is on the way. In the name of Jesus. Come on, everybody. Mephibosheth was of the household. Amen. You can say it. he was the household of Saul or the household of God or the household of faith. And I'm telling you, God sent somebody for him. God is sending somebody for you. Not only did he send somebody for you, he sent his son for you. And he hooked you up in the name of Jesus. Shut it out. I am hooked up in Jesus' name. Amen. Everything you do is producing. Everything you say is producing. Everything you touch is producing. Everything you are I texted somebody this afternoon. Amen. They text me. And another person texted me a thing and they said, Pastor. And they had a smiley face and they said, I received another check in the mail yesterday. The same person told me is that $18,000 was taken out of, I know, I know this person, this is kosher, this is right, what I'm telling you. 18000 was taken out of the account wrongly. How many people know that a prayer has to have that money put back? And guess what happened last week? That money was put back. And this week, they received a nice check. I lift your hand. I receive a nice check. Come on, say it like you mean it. I receive a, a nice check. A, a real nice one. Come on, lift your hand and say, I receive that line. You have that dream in your heart for what it is? Then I'm telling you, then that dream has to come to pass. That's not you fabricating some junked up plan that you just think, you know, that would be a great idea. If that is in your heart, then I'm telling you, you're sowing towards that. Every day of your life, you're sowing towards that. Every day of your life, you're sowing towards that. Every day of your life, you are sowing towards that. You are using your words. You are using your actions. You are using everything. What the enemy wants to do is come and hit your confidence was something called time. I want you to look at your neighbor and say, it's coming. Uh, you're not sounding like you. you oh. 
So he gave us in 28 the four ways to actually take dominion, to govern, to manage. That's what he gave us. There's no way that he would ever ask us to produce something without giving us what we need to produce with. So he didn't say be seedful, he said be fruitful because he already made seed available. And he placed everything within us. In other words, scripture says he gave us everything that pertains unto life and godliness. He gave us everything. How many people received Jesus into your life? Lift your hands, wave at me right now. Then you received the Jubilee. Oh, I'm just sharing my, my world right now. And I see things cracking. In a good way. Strongholds that try to hold out against you. I see the cracks appearing, baby. I see the cracks appearing. And the enemy, he wants to make it look like, I'm telling you, he's holding out good on you. But I'm telling you, we're starting to see the cracks. You're not hearing me today. I said, we're starting to see the cracks. Shut it out. I'm seeing the cracks. Any little bit of encouragement you can get, take it. I don't care what it looks like. Any, bit of, any little bit of encouragement you get, just take it. Oh, 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 oh. been really banging on me. Well, bang back! I mean, come on, just bang back! <laughs> yeah, just, whoa! People will think you're crazy. They think you're crazy anyway. Who cares what people think? Amen. Who cares what they think? I'll say it again. Who cares what they think? I'll say it again. Who cares what they think? Look at your neighbor and say, to hell with the devil. I don't care what he thinks in the name of Jesus. Amen. One of these days, you're going to tap your toe and look down at the devil. And I'm telling you, there's nothing he will, there is nothing he will be able to do about it. And I'm telling you, heaven will have a grip of him. And he will be chained up. And there is nothing, 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 not one thing will he be able to do about it. Well, you know, my thought tonight is, well, why wait until heaven has to do it then? Let's go ahead and chain the sucker right now in the name of Jesus.
Let's go and chain him and snare him. Amen. And shackle him. Well, I'm just so, I'm telling you, I'm just, oh, I've just been feeling so tired. I'm telling you guys, there's something in this. I'll say it again, there's something in this. I'll say it again, there's something in this. And I said, you know, when they were over there and the, the lady was pouring all that perfume, and of course, some of the guys that were there, they were mad because she had taken a year's worth. They knew when they smelt it, they knew. Right. Amen. This is no ordinary perfume. This is something that's possibly come from Egypt for embalming. It's expensive, a year's wages. And then they wanted to chastise her. And Jesus said, the poor will be with us always. This is not lack. This is non-productive. The ones that don't produce will always be with you. Well, I want you to lift your hand and say, I am a producer. I don't care if you've heard this message 50 times. This is hot. This is hot. How many people can feel it? You think you're going to work yourself to death? You think you're going to move all over the world just to find money? Money's right here. I'm going to say it again. Money is right here. Remember what Pastor Joel said at the weekend? He didn't have to go here, there, and everywhere. Abraham, well, he got water. He dug that first well. I want you to shut it out. Water is right here. Oil is right here. Everything that I need is right here. And everything has already been provided. Amen. If he can pull the chairs and the tables out of the tree. If he can pull what? The boots out of the ostrich. Come on, everybody. If he can pull the shoes out of the cows. He can pull your future out of you. I'm going to say it again. He can pull your future out of you. Your salary is not your income. And I've started saying this over these last months. You've heard me. Because too many people are being limited. What can this one do? What can that one do? How are we going to do this? How are we going to do that? What's inside you? The guide in the inside. Welcome to my world. I love what Brother Copeland said years ago, if God does me this way, I do you this way. But this is the truth. Let your hands say, my future is inside me. Say it again, my future is inside me. One more time, my future, my future is inside me. How many people know that America has all the oil America could ever use? Come on, I'm going to ask you one more time. How many people knows that America has all the oil that America could ever use? Then why are we taking it from somewhere else? 
Amen. I'm going to say, you have all the oil that you could ever need. Why are you taking it from someone else? You see, it's okay for you to say, oh my God, I don't know why we're taking people's oil. America is so oil rich. But yet you yourself are a fertile field. And you are programmed to produce. I will say it again. You yourself are a fertile field. And you are programmed to produce. I mean, if you was glad you came to this sleepy Tuesday night prayer meeting. Wave at me for those people that are prospering right now. Well, I'm just a housewife. You are a productive housewife. In the name of Jesus, I don't care whether you're just ironing clothes. Money is coming to you. Future is coming to you. Whatever you need has already been provided. My God shall supply. Look at your neighbor and say, it's right here. Tap your neighbor and say, right here, right here, right here. Right here, tap your belly. Come on, come on, tap it and say, Right here, right here, wow, right here, right here is a gusher of God's presence, of God's provision in the name of Jesus. And I am Ambostalini. Well, if I was the devil, I'd be coming up to your confidence, I just would be coming up to your confidence. I just think it's amazing. In Matthew 9, I, I don't need you to go there. I just want to read it to you from the message translation. This is everything. If you want to get into Pastor Carnes and my conversations, these are our conversations. I just wish I could have an hour with you over a coffee. You're having an hour with me now over a pulpit. I'm saying nothing more different now than what I would say over a coffee. The only thing about now is the sweetened by Andrew's playing. Shut it out. I'm getting ready. <laughs> I'm going to say it again. I'm getting ready. For the mother load in the name of Jesus. I am getting ready for the mother load in the name of Jesus. One person received that. I'm going to say it again. I'm getting ready for the mother load. Shut it out. I am a tither. I have tither's rights. Come on, shut it out. Use your mouth. You cannot think these things into being. God said. What are you saying? I'm telling you. When I went to the, the, the meeting yesterday, Brother Copeland's meeting, sitting with my brother Copeland last night, just sitting there in the front row, I just, and I do this. You know, I lined up for so many meetings over the years. I stood in line. I remember standing at the Brownsville Revival, and I'm telling you, the line was nearly wrapped around. I don't know how long it was, and the storms came, and they took pity on us and moved us inside. And the meeting started something like 4 o'clock in the afternoon because what are you going to do with all those people? Let's just start the meeting early. 
And every time I get into a meeting like last night, first and foremost, I thank my God. I'm so grateful. You thank God for your connections. You thank God for your divine connections. You thank God whom God has connected you with. I was telling Pastor Joel this afternoon at lunch, I said this to him. I said, I never, ever, ever cease and stop to say, I thank God. And I was telling little Emery this last night. I said, do you know, Emery? I say this, and all the people in all the world, we get to do this. We get to do this. I want you to lift your hands and say, and all the people in all the world, we get to do this. Oh, say it again. And all the people in all the world, we get to do this. I'm sitting there last night where some of you were sitting and Brother Copeland's just about here. And I was thinking, Lord, look what you do. Look what you do. Look what you do. From a hill in Northern Ireland, my prayer place, knowing no one truly but you. And I'm sitting here in this front row, known by so many people. But yet, in all the people, in all the world, I get to do this. Put your hands and worship Him. Just worship Him. In all the people in all the world, we get to be part of this move in Tulsa, Oklahoma. My God. Look at this on a hot summer's night for prayer. I could hardly wait to get here. I could hardly wait. I cut short this precious worship team's song list because I I just had to get in. they'll forgive me. Pray in the Spirit with me right now. I sense the Spirit of God. This gentleman with the red hat with Yahweh on it, I love your hat. In the name of Jesus, I declare over you. Man, stand your feet for me. Just stand your feet. Just lift your hands to the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to touch this man. Show him, Father God, the meaning, the true meaning of, Father, the name on his cap. Father God, bring him to a place of such revelation and understanding of Yahweh. Touch him so deeply. Penetrate him so strongly. Father God, to the depths of his being, to the very core of his existence. Father God, and reveal to him the very revelation of why he exists. Touch him powerfully in the name of Jesus. Father, I just give you praise right now. Let me in there, guys. Just keep your hands. Pray in the spirit with me. What is your name? Brody. You don't mind me praying with you. You love the Lord? Good things are coming your direction. 
name on your heads dropping into your heart. <sighs> in a way that you've never known before. Things that have been merely external are going to start to fire internally. And what you've watched others do and walk in, you're about to do and walk in yourself. So don't be afraid of the days <laughs> that are upon you. For you will know that change is necessary. Wow. I hear this scripture coming to me. Remind him of this. That my anointing is what destroys the yokes and removes the burdens. And that he must know this tonight. That my yoke is easy. And my burden is light. So take my yoke upon you. From this moment forward. Things that were heavy will not be light. Things that were overwhelming you will not be nothing to you. Things change tonight. Things change tonight. Come on, worship him. Thank you, my brother. Worship him. Worship the Lord. Worship the Lord. Worship the Lord. Come on, worship the Lord. Worship the Lord. Worship the Lord. Whew. Things are building. Things are building. The Spirit's moving. Strength is coming. Strength is coming. Strength is coming. Talamidhi papadasan. Afanahat. Come on, at 8 o'clock on the 1st of August. Oh, this is the 8th month. Wow. This received tonight, this message, as a new beginning. Wow. Wow, this turn a page regarding productivity tonight in the name of Jesus shut it out I am productive now as I say this has been Karen's my conversation and much of our conversation with other people that we're friendly with in, in, in ministry we've had many long conversations about these things and God is speaking he's speaking to every single one of us that you're not to be afraid of lack because that is never his plan. His plan is productivity. And what he has given us is wisdom for management. Everybody say that with me, wisdom for management. I want you to look at your neighbor and say, you are going to grow exponentially as you utilize what God has given you correctly, accurately, in the name of Jesus. 
increase is on my life. Come on, say it again. Increase is on my life. Increase is on my life. Come on, touch your spirit again. Say it. It's all in here. Everything that I need is already in here. Come on, say it again. Everything I need is already in here. Tripoli is in here. Jaira is in here. Somebody give him praise. Jaira is in here. Jubilee is in here. Debt free, debt consolation. I'm telling you, Jubilee is in here. You may take your seats. Lock the doors. The only thing you let out of here tonight is the spirit of poverty. So this, and, and, and this came up today. I'm, I'm telling you, this is because it was like God is speaking. And I had looked at this. I'd just shown it to Pastor Karn, and then it was spoken about. Matthew 9, 27, 32 in the message. It says this in verse 27. As Jesus left the house, he was followed by two blind men. Everybody say two blind men. And they were crying out. So they might have been blind, but they were crying out. I'll say it again. They might have been blind, but they were crying out. What were they crying out? Son of David, have mercy on us. When Jesus got home, the blind men went in with him. Now this is pretty bold. This is like some of you following me back to my house and coming into my kitchen while we're trying to have supper. Please don't. But it didn't bug Jesus. When Jesus got home, the blind man went in with him and Jesus said to them, do you really believe? Look at this in the message translation. Do you really believe? Look at this, I love this. Do you really believe I can do this? I'm gonna ask you tonight, do you really believe God can do this? Lift your hands and thank him for it now. <laughs> do, you, do you really believe God can do this? I'm telling you, we're hearing testimony after testimony, even, even the, ki the spiritual kids that, we, that you heard here at the weekend, Joel and Evie, things that we, by the Spirit of God, innocently, pure, purely, just standing in their fields, and it'll be the double-double. He was reminding me of it all, but today at lunch, he says, but Pastor, what people have to realize is that everything in our lives doubled. Even when their corgis were having puppies, they were only supposed to have four. They ended up having 11. <laughs> so be cautious what you're praying about. I want to speak to those that are businesses. Stop saying that you don't want any more. Quite quiet in here. 
Stop saying that you don't want any more. When God's plan for Eden was to go all the way around the earth, why do you say that your business then is limited to what you think you can handle? God blessed Abraham exceedingly. And he brought people to help him with exceedingly. So I want you tonight, in any way that you have put the clumpers on God, I want you to remove them. In any way that your words have put the clumpers on God, you know what the clumpers are? Any way that you've restricted him, I want you to repent, and I want you just to take those restrictions off because God might just want to just blow up your world. And the only reason that he hasn't been able to do it is because your mouth has restricted him. Lift your hands all over the room. You say, but I don't want anymore. I've had people come to me and say, Pastor, I don't want to grow. I don't want my business to grow any bigger. This is all I can handle. I'm doing all right. That's doing... Do you know that's selfishness? Think about the larger tithes you can have. Think about the larger offerings you can do. Think about the houses you can pay off. When God has given you the resources of everything that you need in the inside of you. Sorry, I didn't mean to slap your belly. But it was a good belly to slap. Anybody getting anything out of this tonight? Come on, are you still with me? Wave at me if you're still with me. Come on, don't be checking out now. Don't be checking out. Do you know your children are, are depending on you? Getting it right. I'm going to get Joshua up here some night. I'm going to get him to minister. And I'm going to get him to testify to what he's seen all the years of his life. How many people like to hear that? Because even as a little boy, I'd grab him. I'd please him. When the spirit of Tareel would come upon me, I'd pull them right into my side. And even as little children, the spirit of Tareel would come upon them. They didn't know about it. But I'm telling you, whatever was on me was getting on them. What the enemy wants is to hit you in such a way that he knocks your confidence. But these people went to Jesus. They had the audacity to go right into his house. There he's trying to have a bite of supper. supper and these two blind men, these two blind men, blind men. There's people with eyes wouldn't even do this. Some of you got that, some of you didn't. In other words, you got to get serious about going after. A few of us got that. I said it's time to get serious about going after. These people needed their eyes. 
Jesus said to them, do you really believe I can do this? And they said, why, yes, Master. And he touched their eyes and said this. I love this in the message translation. It says, become what you believe. Become what you believe. Pray in the Spirit right now. Become what you believe. Become what you believe. The very next two words, it happened. I want you to look at your neighbor and say, it happened. Oh, you got to say it by faith. It happened. Some of you haven't been seeing too well recently. You're about to get your eyes back. And if it's been messing with your sight, you're about to get your sight back. You haven't been seeing too well. Devils have been trying to obscure your vision, obscure what you've been seeing. But you're about to get your But John said, I receive this in the name of Jesus. He said, become what you believe. Two words after that, it happened. And two words after that, it says, they saw. So I declared over you tonight, it happened and you saw. It happened and you saw. It happened and you saw. Come on, pray fervently in the spirit with me right now. If you're visiting tonight, welcome to church. Hallelujah. Welcome to the best, bestest night of your life. Hallelujah. The first night, I'm telling you, of the rest of your life in this first of August, first of the eighth month, we take a new beginning in the name of Jesus with productivity in our lives. We turn the page. We turn the page on debt and insufficiency and inferiority and insecurity in the name of Jesus. Amen. And we stop looking at lack. We stop looking at all the reasons why you got to run here and run there and go here and go there. When God has placed himself within you in the name of Jesus. Come on, of all the people in all the world, Come on, pray about those limitations right now. Come on. Ask the Lord to show you. Did you put any limitations on him? Did you put any restrictions on him? Have your words. Have your words boxed him. Have your words boxed him. I don't know how we're going to do that. Looks like we're growing older. Maybe that's for somebody else. Maybe it's not for somebody else. Caleb got his mountain at 85. I said a lot of you have a ways to go. In the name of Jesus, stop making age. Well, I'm coming up to pension. There's nothing in the Bible that says faith stops when you draw your pension. Productivity never stops. Forgive me, I'm spitting. Productivity, but it's anointed. Productivity. If you sit here with glasses, you need window wipers. Amen. I'm telling you, productivity never stops. 
I'm going to say it again. Productivity never stops. Lift your hands for resources right now. Resources. 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 Woohoo! Ah, there's rivers in you you've never seen. There's roads in you you've never seen. There's chairs and tables in you you've never seen. There's witty inventions in you you've never seen. McDonald's made a burger. And you can go anywhere in the world and you can get a Big Mac and it tastes exactly the same as you would have got it in Orlando when it started. Law of reproduction. We want to keep our anointing to ourselves. We just want to just, you know, we just have, well, just, you know, well, praise the Lord. You know, just, we're just good. You know, we just, as long as we have enough to, you know, oh, praise the Lord. When that destiny burns in your belly and you're going, oh, praise the Lord. But, you know, you're just praising the Lord because you're making an excuse. Because what you really are believing for has not yet manifested. And so the longer you wait on the manifestation, the, the more downsizing of your vision and the more excuse-oriented you become. But time is nothing to God. I go say it again. Time is nothing to God. So look at your neighbor and say, get ready. Praise the Lord. Come on. How many people is ready for the mother load? Come on. Wave your hands right now. Come on. Come on. The mother load. Come on. Get ready. Get ready for it. All you tithers. All you sowers. Come on, shut it out. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready, my God. I'm ready. 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 Well, praise the Lord. Thank you for coming to this sleepy prayer meeting. I'm glad I flew back. Just to give it one up the nostril of the devil. Look at you near and say, I'm going to go up the other nostril right now in the name of Jesus. You ladies, a stiletto heel in the eyeball of the devil. Go ahead. Just take your stiletto heel. The ladies, not the men. The stiletto heel. And put it in the eyeball of the devil. They say, that'll serve you right for messing with my eyes. I just don't see how we're going to make it work. Either you are messing with your sight. But I'm afraid. I'm afraid that if I spend it all, I wouldn't. At my stage of life, I have to hold on to as much as I can. 
such a lie. Such a lie. Like your life is over because you put on a few years. Like the laws of prosperity and the laws of productivity, they're just, you know, hanging out over the 13-year-olds, 15-year-olds, 20-year-olds, 25-year-olds. Watch them go. Watch them grow. But me, 63, 64, 72s. Let your hands say the best is manifesting. The best is yet to come. How many people has a dream in your heart? Stand to your feet right now. Stand quickly. You were too slow. You were too slow. You were too slow. Sit back down again. See, that's how far down the dream is. Well, I'm working at it, Pastor. I'm working at it. No, like, you're going to make me cry. You're going to make me cry. I'm working at it. Honestly, the last thing I need tonight is somebody to scold me. I am not scolding you. I am literally getting in there with you. And I'm saying, come on! Not you do it, we can do it! How many people remember Bob the Builder? Some of you are like, Bob the who? on this declare the best see I've never heard anything like this in church before well you've been in the wrong church what's wrong with you sitting over there in that dead duck self consumed monument and I don't care if they have lights and smoke machines if they're not preaching the gospel and telling you these truths then you need to run from those dead ducks. Because it matters. I said it matters. I said it matters. I said it matters. Well, did you get into the night of this? Proverbs 3.26 says this in the Amplified. For the Lord shall be your confidence, firm and strong, and shall keep your foot from being caught in a trap or from some hidden danger. The message translation says this, no need to panic over alarms or surprises or predictions that doomsday is just around the corner because God will be right there with you. He'll keep you safe and he'll keep you sound. And I tell you, I receive that soundness in the name of Jesus. From the root word, shalom. Wholeness, nothing missing. Nothing broken in the name of Jesus. I'm going to say it again. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. I'm going to say it again. Nothing missing and nothing broken. One more time. Nothing missing and nothing broken. Just thank the Lord right now in the name of Jesus for tonight. In a minute or two, I'm going to open up this altar. If you want prayer, I want you to come forward. But we're going to bring to the Lord our tithes and our offerings. We're going to bring to him our heart. We're going to bring to him our treasures. Because where your heart is, our treasure will be also. Remember I said to you Sunday, you know, you can't go to a restaurant. I'm trying to get everybody into a frame of mind like this. Because, you know, sometimes like I gave once this month. But yet you ate at church 10, 12 times. 
You can't go down the street and eat a burger. You can't go down them and just say, you know, I paid three weeks ago. And I feel like I should eat and be able to eat for the rest like it's an all-inclusive buffet for the month. It's not how it works. Amen. We bring our hearts to the Lord. We bring our treasure to the Lord. We bring an investment into the kingdom of God. I don't care if it's the middle of summer. The laws of prosperity, what I've taught you tonight from Karen's and myself's own life of how God is truly challenging us and causing us to truly push into this. I'm just working on fruitful. Where do we get to the weekend when we start talking about multiply? How many people's coming? Hallelujah. You'll be here Sunday morning. We're going to get into that. God is moving. And I'm moving with them. I'll say it again. God is moving. And I'm moving with them. I'm going to say it again. God is moving. And I'm moving with them. I'm going to say it again. God is moving. And I'm moving with them. Say it again. God is moving. And I'm moving with them. Say it again. God is moving. And I'm moving with them. Touch your spirit, man, right now. Things hidden to be revealed. This adventure is about to get fun. This adventure is about to get fun. I pray this over you right now that it's time to get fun back in the game. Get fun back in church. Get fun back in you going to church. Get fun back into your Christian walk. Get fun back into your relationship with God. Get fun back into it. Make it fun. When was the last time you ran to the altar and threw down a hundred dollar bill? Well, I've never done that, Pastor Paul. Well, you should try it sometime. It is exhilarating. Well, I wouldn't want to interrupt the anointing. Let me tell you, you will not be interrupting nothing. It's not for me. It's for you. There's anointings that are available. It's no fancy footwork on the behalf of a preacher, I can tell you. Yes, there's charlatans and showboat men out there, absolutely. But this is our church. This is home. This is family. You wouldn't do this to your kids, and I wouldn't do this to you. But what I'm invested in is our lives producing. And this is what I know the Bible says. What I'm challenging myself with is, are there any restrictions that I have placed on him? Have I said things? It says the anointing on that. It says the anointing on that. I said last year, at the end of last year, I said, I don't want to travel next year like I traveled this year. And the moment that I said it, I knew, truth be known, before God, I knew I should never have said it. Because even though we've traveled a lot, a grace that was there, I have to work to find. And it's not because God doesn't want me to do it. It's just by my own mouth, I turned off a faucet. So what do you do in that situation? You turn it back on. 
You repent and you turn it back on. And you say, Lord, forgive my stupidity. Forgive my ignorance. It was just tiredness speaking. How many people has been there? How many people understands what I'm talking about? So look at your neighbor and say, just repent and turn the faucet back on. Do you know, you don't realize you don't have the grace until it's not there. Do you understand what I mean by that? You don't realize you're working under it until you're not. And your mouth. See, you could be serving away at church. It was wonderful. And then recently you're just saying, you know what? I'll tell you, I just, you know, I just don't know if I can do so much. I, I just don't know. I just don't know. You're switching off the faucet of the grace that fuels the supply to keep going supernaturally. How many people receive something right there? So the best thing you can do is get into bed early and keep your mouth shut. And get yourself rested before your mouth wants to work. By your words are you justified and by your words are condemned. Out of the abundance of the heart, the so your mouth is revealing what is so for those who need to tweak for those who need to see anointings are available tonight for you in the name of Jesus to hear, to see sense a lifting of the grace, you know what they say, oh, God must want me to do something else. But the majority of time, it's not God wanting them to do something else. It's that they messed with the grace with their mouths. And now what they're trying to do, they're doing by the strength of the flesh. And that is short-lived. Let's receive the grace. This church is flourishing. This body of people is flourishing. Coming to the end of summer, we're heading into fall. It's going to be an amazing fall. Amazing. But I'm declaring that this is going to be the most fruitful August we've ever had in our lives. Just get in agreement with your mouths. This is going to be the most fruitful August what do we mean by that? It's going to be the most productive month of our lives. Thank Him for it right now in the name of Jesus.